I'm your host, Brett Brandis, for this reunion. And joining me, it's gonna be my co-host, Eric. Tell him your name. I'm Eric. Uh, I am like that mechanic that you misread on the first reading, and it is way less good than you thought. (laughs) (laughs) Are you the mechanic that, like, I accidentally went to for my car, and he completely misdiagnosed my car? Oh, yes. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm on like my third mechanic now. You don't know how hard it is to find a mechanic. <laughs> well, fortunately, we've got the mechanics for you right <laughs> we here. The mechanics. We definitely don't even, we haven't even scratched. We won't even be able to get to 20% of the mechanics in Magic. You mean, I have specifically plotted out a 30-minute rant about Absorb, the mechanic. <laughs> absorb? Is that a mechanic? Yes. I have never heard of Exorb. You'll have to explain that one when we get to it. Anyway, <laughs> before we begin, we're partying as always. Let's start with how we always start. What you drinking for this party? So I am drinking. So it, it's a uh, summer hits hard here in Texas. Oh, and has it has it really hit now? Is it is it full blown? I, I think so. Well, it's not full blown yet, but it feels like it is because the temperature once it starts rising uh past like spring so around now it's late may rockets. it just keeps going up so usually the temperature is like oh it feels like okay my body can get used to it. it's like nope it's just gonna get hotter until it reaches triple digits and i'm not gonna be happy about it but the good thing is, is i i like the seasonality of beers so in the yeah, winter i yeah. love like the dark beers in the summer absolutely i'm bringing this go mango go mango it is okay a, it's like a hazy wheat ale with mango and apricot so i'm like okay that sounds delightful i do like i've definitely had a wheat apricot beer before and they're amazing yeah it's just you can find a wheat apricot yeah that that is definitely i've seen it before so if you guys find a wheat apricot out there it's probably good those Mm -hmm. are that's a good mixture all right on my end uh i also went with a summary thing because it's not a beer today this is a cider and i went with it because it's called magic hour <laughs> it is an artifact so it's it's called and it's, that was the other great thing i might pick up more from this company because they're called artifacts artifact, yeah. i was gonna save that eric you weren't supposed to say that yet <laughs> but i use the magic hour for today yeah so that we're in magic hour this is uh by artifact it's cider actually i guess their their name is called artifact cider project is their full name from massachusetts um What's it say about this beer? It's uh or cider, sorry. It's a cider. A harmonious cider made with tannic fruit. It just sounds like a regular cider. I don't think there's anything uh special about it. It's just a, a regular cider. So all these kinds of drinks and stuff, like I can taste yep, I can confirm the first, it's a regular cider. It's a regular cider, yeah. <laughs> like I could taste like the mango thing, like, ah, I know it's fruity. I don't think I could parse out the mango and apricot in this beer. <laughs> but whenever you start talking about like tannins and flavor profiles, I'm just like, I I don't Oh, I'm way. Oh, I agree with you. Right, right, right. Yeah, this had nothing about the flavor. Mm. Well, because it's just a regular cider. Yeah, and when I drank yeah. this, I'm like, like, ah, yep. yes. 
Yes, cider. But yeah, all it says it's like, oh, a dreamy, harmonious tannic and fruit cultures, and okay. Um, and and I know nobody asked, but the kind of funny thing about that is like with l- drinks and stuff, I'm horrible at parsing out like the flavors. But like, right. I'm really good at that for food because I cooked for so ah. long. <laughs> and you think that it would translate, but for some reason, I'm just like, mm, I taste like walnuts. Well, like you should be tasting cherries. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely got the beverage side of things, and that all stems from whiskey drinking. Mm-hmm. When you've had as much whiskey as I've had, you have to like really dive deep to get out some whiskey oh, yeah. notes. I'm not as good with it as with wine. Because I know people say the same thing about wine tastings, and they're they're picking out stuff, and I'm like, ah, ah, wine is yeah, wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it red? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the whiskeys though blow me away. Like they're all so different. It's it's pretty wild. All right, we're back on a magic week. Uh, it's been a bit, so I don't think we've talked much about what we're brewing, and I know I've brewed a whole bunch lately. Yeah, have you been brewing anything up? So I haven't. Uh, too much, mostly because I uh, think there's a lot of cool sets coming out. Specifically, kind of sure, you're but holding off. You're holding off. I'm holding off because I don't want to spend uh, the money to build a deck and then like Modern Horizons two or the D and D set comes out. But like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool too. You have any other failed projects to mention? I like I have a list of probably I know I have on like tapped out, which is what I've been using for the past like 15 years of brewing. I have 35 pages of failed projects. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. I I don't go too far into it after I've like, I see the commander, I think yeah. of some cards, I look through my collection, and I kind of just go through the Rolodex of cards and like right. stuff that I think of in my head. And if I can't think of too much, I like don't uh, you'll, you'll, do you'll the shoot, whole... You'll shoot it away. I'll be like, if I can only do like 30 cards, I'm just like, I'll shelve it until I get reinstalled. Okay. Okay. And some, but you don't you don't log that information somewhere. You just kind of hold it, hold on to it in the back. No, I I did a lot of that in college, and there was the the cycle times on this. Like when I saw another card, I'm like, ooh, that would be really good for this (laughs) like other deck I was thinking of. I end up changing so many cards, and I think it's because I always get very excited by the new cards, so I want to put those in (laughs) rather than like the old stuff that I have. So I'm just like, I was like, "Ah, I can't, I can't keep all these straight. Oh, lately they they come out with sets, and I'm like, I'm not gonna make anything. Oh my god, I'm gonna make five. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? It it's been happening for like oh, because call time. I mean, actually, it's call time. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I need all of this. I I just (laughs) need call time. This is amazing. Strixhaven, though, it was definitely one that took me by surprise. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I don't really want to build any of that. And I ended up building like six Strixhaven decks. Right. <laughs> well, mainly, I, I would say, though, I would argue it's mostly because of the Commander set. Really is what it was. Not yeah. really Strixhaven. A lot of it's tied to Commander 2021, which is the, the one that I'll bring up because you've seen it now twice. And it is a freaking blast. So I, I re- vamped we always talk about my mono black stack Mm -hmm. i uh tore that thing apart and put it all back together just to have it nice and streamlined i wanted to be able to pick up certain packs and chuck it all in together and i got it four different archetypes fleshed out and perfect now and now it's working like a charm it functions like it was originally i like supposed to in your yes 
Yes, because I, I was struggling mightily where I basically never casted a spell in a game. And I was like, wow, this is frustrating. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but you found out, you're like, I had like 40 lands in this deck. Or like, wait, yes. I, I kept thinking this card was going to be in this deck, but I never put it in or something. Yeah, if you remember, I played like that um, Rankle deck. And yeah. I was just drawing land after land. After, I was like, what is going on? Right. And yeah, it turned out I had way too many lands that I was comfortable with. Uh, so the the newest one that I had got, which was from Commander 2021, was Fane the Broker. Yeah, that's it's pretty sweet. A.K.A. trading post on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> and he is so much fun. Do you have trading post in that deck? I have trading okay. post in the deck. That allows you to do just absolute nuts stuff. It, it, I was kind of thinking about it, and like it literally does have all the trading post things, like sacrifice an artifact, sacrifice yep. a creature. Yep. Does it discard a card? No. Oh, remove a counter. No, the trading post has discarding cards to gain you life. Right. And then you can uh, make a creature. But they, they all work. They work together yeah. like you can use the trading post to make a creature and then use fane to sack that creature to make like if they just work perfect together yeah but the cool thing out on the battlefield you could just do anything yeah the cool thing about fane is it like can untap itself with mana it's yeah which i i really only used uh well you played your lock deck into one of the times right and that allowed me to do that ability otherwise yeah. it costs way too much for that i mean the effect is so small it feels kind of weird spending four mana on it but yeah. it's nice to have because later in the game it is nice to just have that uh, ability. Like, oh, I could just pay more mana. And right, it, and it allows you for four mana to kind of combine, just combine two of the abilities. So it's like, right, oh, I need a right. flying blocker. I'm going to, I don't know what the abilities are. But it's like, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm going to sacrifice an artifact to put a 1-1 counter on it, untap, then sac- move a counter to make a 2-1 flyer. It's like, yeah. oh, I don't have this thing, but I have this thing. And I can Which you definitely got close. You remove the counter to make the artifact. You sack the artifact to make the creature. Ah. <laughs> you know what? It's been a good run. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm not cut out for this whole magic podcast. It's definitely one of those decks that it, it's it's hard to play against as a as like you you don't know what it can do. Almost, it's almost like one of those attracts effects where they're like, "I'm gonna attack you. What can you do? What can you do right now? Wait, what's yeah. gonna happen?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, and uh, Traxa has like a bunch of mechanics, like we're going to talk about. Uh, yeah. yeah, but my Traxa deck in particular, dear listeners, is a fungus deck, which basically <laughs> like all my funguses create saplings and sacrifice saplings. They're just like, I know you just have a bunch of random creatures yeah, out, which is yeah, that's another one that's hard to play against, right? Because like, you're like, I don't. You usually, I would notice this when you play it too. You're like, by the way. I can make three one ones right now, gain six life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You have to explain it to people. Like, <laughs> listen, I have just a lot going on here. Here's what I can do. Yeah, exactly. There be like, six people out here. I can gain a bunch of life. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to fool anybody with the onboard trick because it's like it I, takes I can kill, me like, enough six time. Creatures. <laughs> yeah, because I'll have like four saplings out and be like. He was like, how many creatures do you have? I was like, four. But I can make three more. <laughs> <laughs> you always mention that. Like, but. <laughs> I can make three more. Uh, that is not all. Yeah. <laughs> and it is one of those things. Like, yeah. I'm going to have to start doing that with Fane. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right, I'm going to attack. What can you do? Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things that, like, it definitely loses some win percentage points. But it's just so, like, hey, do you have any flying blockers? It's like, I can make one. I and can make them. Yeah. yeah. And, and that is, like, a fact. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, no, but. That doesn't mean I can't do it. Yeah. And that's that's usually just good common courtesy to do, I think. <laughs> just to be like, 
No, but I have a very obvious onboard trick that. Right, you like, should you should be. And, I don't want to lie about it. It actually seems more important to do that in the way we play with the webcams. You know, yeah. it's a lot easier in person. You can see it generally. It's, That's very it's right true. in front of you. On webcams, it's so hard to just like. I can kind of see your board, but it's kind of far away. Some of the stuff I can't read your card. I can't like pick it up and look at it. Right, exactly. like it's common to do in 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 commander games. You like, oh, can I read your card? Yeah, and you'll pick it up and read it. Oh yeah, and especially uh, with tokens, we're so used to just using dice to yeah. signify how many tokens there are, and it's so yeah. hard, hard sometimes to uh, you can't see, those see the number of tokens. Like, tokens. how many flyers yeah. do you have? Yeah, it's just common questions you have to ask now. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh let's get into this episode. What so what are we jump about? into it? Let's jump into it. So this was a suggestion by one of our friends who reached out to us. Uh, you, and we'll we'll plug it at the end. But we have a Gmail and a Twitter. Reach out to us, suggest some some content, and we'll uh, we'll provide. Uh, so this one was the commander mechanics versus limited mechanics. These are two way different things, and we are both avid players of both limited and commander. Yes, limited as always is how we recommend you start playing. But Commander's really going to be that the more social aspect of Magic. So it's going to be the thing that you end up probably spending a lot more money on and, and having more of playing more Magic. Uh, limited comes around usually when a new set comes out. You want to play with it. You go to a store. You play the set. And it, I, I'm like a they call me like a pre-release guy. You know, I, I, I just show up at every pre-release because you generally get good deals. You get a lot of cards. You have a lot of fun. Oh yeah, pre- pre-releases are great. Good, They're a lot of fun. Good way to meet the people in uh, in your local game store once those open up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which they are this month. I believe uh, Ooh, this I end of this week. Perfect time yeah. for Modern Horizons too. Yes, exactly. I believe that is going to be the first. Unless your store set up and ready to play Strixhaven, they they could technically draft that. But uh, I know my store has already told me they're uh, they're prepping for Modern Horizons 2. So. Cool. Yep. All right. So you're going to have to know about mechanics, and there are a lot of them. <laughs> We're going to start off with the base mechanics, which is just keywords or static mechanics, as I listed them as. This is just because there's a huge difference <laughs> yeah. with how good these are in Commander and how good they are in Limited. There's a big difference. I, uh, I Hold on. There, I have a magic quiz. Just Ooh. looked it up. How many keyword abilities are there in the comprehensive rules as of Strixhaven? And, and this doesn't count as evergreen, right? Because right. I'm, I'm I mostly listed the evergreen abilities that you're going to see set in, set out no, every single time. Counting these. Counting these, sure. Yeah. But like, I imagine, say, Hexproof is listed as one of them, and I didn't actually list right, Hexproof exactly. here. It's not this... an evergreen one. So How many? How many? Uh, I don't know. 50. Uh, there are 143. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, on my list, guys, I have like 12. Right, yeah. (laughs) A lot of these are just not in circulation anymore, like Shroud. Uh, Yeah, right. Exactly. The evergreen word now for Shroud and Hexproof, like we just named, is Ward. They they stated Ward is going to be evergreen. Mm -hmm. Um, Modern Horizons might not, it might not pop up in Modern Horizons, because that's not an actual, uh, like, standard set. Right. The, the, these static keywords mostly appear in, in the limited sets. So that's going to be your standard legal sets. Uh, and no one cares about limited mechanics unless it's a standard. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a limited mechanic. So yeah. it happens in so ba- limited basically, games. 
what what Brett means by like evergreen is like these are the kind of the mechanics that you expect to see in every single set, every and set. a lot of mechanics like the, the, these keywords are limited to like the set specific ones. Yep, which we'll talk about later. We'll definitely talk about. So let's just glance over a few of these. Lifelink is the one I started off on. Lifelink's an interesting one. Uh, honestly, not that great and limited. Yeah, the Lifelink is. It, it's yeah, it, it's either looks like completely pointless because it's pretty pointless unless really. it's on a like four plus power creature or you're playing against a uh, aggro deck. Yeah, where it could right, it could then, save you a little bit. Then like but, a whole, if you gains you four life over the course of the game, that could be like a whole turn of damage. Yeah, could be, could be, but honestly, relatively useless. Uh, gaining life in general seems pretty bad. Now in Commander, I'd argue the opposite. I, life is a resource in Commander, and it's it's pretty important. And creatures with lifelink actually, to me, are seeming stronger and stronger. Yeah, I, I think. Hmm. Not that it's like, busted, yeah, right? yeah, and it is. Like, it is not something. Go out and like, you need to play this many lifeline creatures. Nothing of the sort. It's just a nice thing to have. In Commander, it definitely comes up the most when people are calculating like lethal damage because a lot of times yeah. it'll be like, oh, you're at twenty three life. Like, ooh, okay, I have twenty six damage. Oh, but he has a five four lifelink creature, and you're like, oh man, I can't kill him this turn. Right. And it's nice, honestly, it's even nicer to attack with lifelinkers. Because you just know, alright, at least I'm gaining life. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'm not dealing the damage to you, but gaining that life is just as important. It's a resource. Life is a resource. There are so many cards where you're paying life to do stuff in Commander, compared to Limited. You're almost never paying your life in Limited. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Usually all those cards are like rares and stuff. But that so that's one I just tacked on just to be like, hey, this is this is one of them. Uh flying though is a big one to talk about. Yeah. This is straight busted in limited. Yeah, limited, it's like like a you you might not want, depending on the set, might not want to play like a three three for three, but like a two one for three is great if it is flying. If with flying, yeah. Right. Is 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 borderline bust <laughs> like borderline gold rare just to be a three mana two one flyer? Three mana two one flyer. Yeah, it's can, that good. Yeah, there, there's going to be a lot of times when the ground just gets gummed up if like other keywords like trample don't appear. Like a five five is just going to get is like useless against an enchantment that makes a one one every turn. Like I'll get I'll give you a little limited secret for everyone out there too. That two power on that flyer is so important. Oh yeah, like one a, mana, one power on a flyer means nothing. Yeah, do not put one mana, one one flyers in your deck. <laughs> it's just no. Bad. You need that second power on that flyer. Yeah, that's a good point to bring up. Yes, you want the biggest power you can on that flyer. It is so important. It can end games yeah. like nothing else oh, if it has two or more power. Classic air elemental. I think it's like a 4-4 four, four flying for five. Yes. It's it like is an amazing that is your power. win con in some decks. Right. It, it just wins games. And it still will. It still will. It'll win games in Modern Horizons 2. It's that good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, meanwhile... In Commander, I always say that this mechanic is uh, underrated. Yeah, I agree. A lot of creatures in Commander depends on their like activator or triggered abilities, but 
sometimes you're just going to get attacked by a bunch of flyers and just like, ah. <laughs> I've definitely had it happen to me all the time where I'm the only one sitting there without flyers and you're just like turn after turn, just getting clobbered. Yeah, that that is actually <laughs> a good point where this mechanic is it's just like, if you are the one without one, then it's like everybody else who has two flyers are like, well, I'm going to hold one in the back to block. Brad, I'm just going to hit you for three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, you're just going to hit. Yeah, and then meanwhile, you took 10 damage Going around the table, yeah. and you're like, what just happened? Just because I don't have a flyer? Not even the threat. It's just because I don't have a flyer. <laughs> you just got to have one. <laughs> so underrated. Ne- next one's a good mechanic. It's like the opposite of flying. <laughs> <laughs> so this is In death a good way. touch. Yeah, death touch. So, and it fir- I remember when this thing first, with the death touch first came out. I think it was around like 8th edition. There was like this... Four four well, four mana rather two two frog that had death touch, and I was like, "What is this thing?" And it was amazing. I gotta look up what that card was. Yeah, death touch is one of those kind of funny mechanics because, like, so death touch is any amount of damage will kill the creature it's in combat with. So, like, a, a one seven death touch is just objectively better than a four four with death touch. <laughs> I know it was it called like something gazer. It uh it doesn't matter so much for attacking because a one one with with death touch usually costs a lot less than their five five. So like they're just going to be stand staring at each other across the battlefield, not doing anything. Oh, that's right. So it it had death touch, but it didn't have death touch because it it had the. Uh... If a creature would be blocked, like, oh, <laughs> and yeah, it did, yeah. yeah, it was so like it was the first instance of death touch, but they didn't know to call it death touch yet. That happens with so, a lot of these mechanics. That's all. Yeah, it's a lot harder to find. Yeah, because when this card came out, I was like, that seems amazing, and I was right. I mean, it's death touch is really freaking good. That kind of thing happened with our next ability, menace, where basically, which is a pretty new mechanic. It's pretty new because. It used to just be either can't be blocked except by two or more creatures was printed out in the card instead of just Menace, which is exactly what the ability says. It, Menace also kind of replaced things like Fear and Intimidate, which are color-specific mechanics. So Fear is um, is you, it can't be blocked except by black or artifact creatures, and Intimidate is just Fear, but for the, the color that the creature is. Um, but yeah, Menace kind of replaced that. This is like the, the mechanic that is, it's like pretty good if you're making a certain kind of deck and limited. Like if you're making a controlling deck, it might, Menace might as well not even be on the card for your evaluation. Right. Um, and in Commander, I'm just like, there are going to be some times where you lose the game because that specific creature has Menace, but like. Menace is like, underrated overall to me, though. I, I The more and more I watch Menace play out, I am so impressed. Because it, it really does, theoretically, and even just like when you're playing the game, you feel like it means nothing. And the more and more I see it played, I'm like, wow, it's really annoying yeah, to have this thing on Menace. It is kind of annoying. I I think it's like properly rated. I don't know. Properly rated? I think it's properly rated. <laughs> I think it's properly rated. Been, no, I don't think so. I think it's underrated. Yeah, I... I I think it'll yeah. 
And because there's there's how many times has there been like thirty tokens on the battlefield? It's like ah, okay, men as in commander, yeah, in commander. But um, sure. but there's definitely some times where you will lose the game because their commander as menace and you so there was a board wipe or something and they played your commander and you could only play one creature so it's unblockable also a lot of the times in commander here's the way i think about it too there's a lot of cards that give all your creatures menace and in those circumstances it's really yeah, strong yeah if there's a card that gives all creatures menace there's there's a bunch of gruel enchantments that basically do that exactly there's that tons of that is that is amazing yeah, there's even creatures that do it. Like yeah. the Pyroheart Wolf is undying right. and gives all your creatures menace when they it's it's nuts. Right. <laughs> it's stronger than you'd think it would be that, by just looking yeah, at it. Yeah, if all your creatures have menace, totally on board. Underrated. <laughs> now this next one, another straight up busted for limited. Oh, this was the car this was the mechanic. I was like, what's double strike? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty brand new back in the day as well. Because they yeah. had first strike forever. That came like when Magic first started, they had a, uh, a first strike. Then they had to come up with double strike. They're like, what? <laughs> Which is so, like, kind of dumb when you think about it. I, like, dude, like, oh, first strike. Oh, I get it. This guy's so good. He, like, wins ties, essentially. That it's like, oh, but double strike. And then you have to think about, like, so does it does a deal double damage? Like, no. What it does is there's a first strike phase that occurs, but only if something is double or first strike, then it deals damage in first strike phase. And then in the regular hey, right here, right like, now, ah. shot calling, power creep in the future, they're going to make a creature cost one red, one white, one one that has triple strike. Triple strike. Triple strike Guaranteed. does exist Guaranteed. In, uh, in an unset, I think. In an onset. <laughs> but it's not like even firster strike, but there's a zombie that had last strike in onset. <laughs> <laughs> last strike. I love that. No, so triple That's strike awesome. was first strike, regular damage, and then last strike damage. And then last strike damage. Oh my god. So that was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> Which the onsets are fantastic. I wish last strike existed because for that <laughs> for that zombie thing, I was like, oh, that makes sense. It's a two-two with last strike. <laughs> he's slow, so he has to oh, hit last. He's got last strike. <laughs> Just loses to normal creatures. Uh, that is kind of funny. They might they might start going. Who knows? Who knows? Magic's still young yet. Uh, but double strike in in commander. Uh, there's a lot of ways to buff your creatures. Unfortunately, in Commander, also you need to. It's just it's just a game of chumps, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, there could be a forty forty out if it doesn't have trample or flying or something. My one one sapperling can just be like just blocks bam, it. Bam, doesn't it. matter. You have double strike. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, so not not a good uh, Commander mechanic. It's really good, like if you want to make a Voltron Commander deck. Or something. We've mentioned how bad those are. I mean, it's just like don't overrate double strike in your command. Yeah, it's, don't like just put things in because you're like, but it has double strike. It's got to be amazing. Nah, yeah, like really a, not going to do much. Yeah, like a three three with double strike is not. You know, it's not the same thing as like three three flying. Now, again, I think it, this kind of operates in people's minds, kind of similar to menace in that like you will lose games because someone played a trick that gave all their creatures double strike. You're just like, Oh man, double strike. So good. But then it's like, ah, okay. But now this, this next one, I'd argue much better in commander than it is in limited. Yeah, I agree. 
Okay. So this is the evergreen word haste. And we're not saying it's bad in limited. It's great in limited. <laughs> it's right. super good in limited. Especially later in the game. The later in the game it goes in limited, the better it is for your creature to attack right away. But also not so important. It's a slower format. It's going to take some time anyway. Your permanents are usually way stickier in limited. Right. The They're li- generally going to sit there. Removal in limited is a premium. Yeah, it's tough. And it costs a lot. It's tough. Because you don't get to choose every good removal spell underneath the sun. But in Commander, it is. And it's kind of funny because like haste in limited is about getting that extra combat step in. Right. So almost like it has a pseudo enter the battlefield ability as it gets to attack. But in Commander, the two reasons why Haste is so good is, one, if your Commander has an attack trigger, like Kalia, where if it attacks, it gets to put a large creature into play, or if it has a tap ability on it. Yes, that's important. And it's like, Haste is more useful for that <laughs> than or for the, being able to activate your abilities right away, because and those actually, are usually way more powerful than just getting an extra combat. I have the perfect mechanic to compare this with that I just thought of now. So there's, like Eric said, there's that how many, 140. So the perfect mechanic to describe this interaction is Riot. Because in Limited, a lot of times what you'll see with the Riot is you're going to put that 1-1 counter on your creature. It's it's when it enters, you either give it haste or you put a 1-1 counter on it. Now in Limited, that 1-1 counter is actually so much more important because you really need to break parity. You want the bigger guy. The bigger guy is going to win the fight. Right. And every one, one, every one for zero trade that you do in limited is just exponentially good for you. Yeah. Because well, it, in commander, it's not that one, one counter means practically nothing. Right. Yeah. Because like, it doesn't matter if your three, three has haste, if they have a four, four. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You so, can't attack. It's just like, all right, well, I'm just going to play this thing and it'll block. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Commander, you need you. That's in Commander. We'll, we'll get into it later. The enter the battlefield triggers are kind of the most important things for every creature to have because you need an effect from every permanent you play the second you play it. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be three other turns before it gets back to you, and if you got nothing out of that thing you played, it feels very, very bad. <laughs> and your mana and got nothing. And uh, kind of to get a little cheeky with it. If no one's scared about what you played, then it's probably not going to help you out. Yeah, then it's right. Yeah, then it's then, then you did if nothing. If no one's thinking like, "Ooh, that's going to be a problem later," then you're just like, uh, "Okay, I played. I played a creature. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not that good, and they're probably going to kill you." <laughs> the worst is when you play a creature, you're like, "Ooh, this is going to make me the target." Someone goes like, "Okay," <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, oh, oh, damn." <laughs> The next one's another interesting one that I also argue is probably better in Commander. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely, right? Yeah, and it's because... So this is Vigilance. This is where you don't have to tap to attack. And the reason that's so good for Commander is, again, because of the turns. Three. There's three (laughs) opponent combat steps. Yeah, so if your thing's untapped, it's untapped. It can block. It can attack straight into someone that has no blockers, and it stays untapped to block. It's just perfect in that way. Meanwhile, in a limited game, sometimes it's good. Uh, it can it can help those combat, especially if it's the biggest guy. Yeah. That's what's important. Vigilance on the biggest guy is enormous. Then it's the like one of the best. Yeah, I, I, I think vigilance in both commander and limited is like the most underrated evergreen mechanic. Because it's just like Importantly in Limited though, it has to be the biggest guy. Or at least bigger yeah. than 
things that they're going to block. Otherwise, it's not good. A 1-1 with Vigilance sucks. It does suck. <laughs> Usually, that's the 1-1. Yeah, like you said, that's the 1-1 issue than the than the than anything else. And uh, there's just so many crazy things like... Yeah, but a 1-1 with Death Touch, freaking good. Pretty good. <laughs> vigilance, good. Death Touch? Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> that um, thing's dangerous. But man, like a Vigilance with like a 2-1 Vigilance Flyer, if you have mana open threatening combat trick you can attack into that three three flyer all day and they're not going to attack yeah. back because you're just like oh why would why would they attack into an obvious loss unless they had something and then once <laughs> they have that in their brain that you have a combat trick then they're not going to attack your their three three into your two one because you're like well they attack me if they have a combat trick then it's bad for me blocking too so you right. can just be like god <laughs> Uh, last and not least, the 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 other keyword we're going to talk about is trample, and this thing's just good no matter what. Uh, but importantly, it's got to be on a big creature. <laughs> yeah, I think trample is probably it's so good. It's I think it's like a very overrated mechanic in Commander, mostly because usually trample comes along with I win the game because I played like Overrun <laughs> or Craterhoof Behemoth, and it's like. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of like, was there a time that it's definitely better in limited? That's that's for yeah, sure. it's definitely way better. I I, I yeah, maybe not way. I don't know. It's definitely a lot better in limited. But and like, if you if you notice the trends too, all the ones that deal with like combat damage are better in limited. All yeah. the ones that are that are like making your creatures do stuff they weren't supposed to do before better in commander. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe, maybe I'm just thinking of it as I don't feel super threatened by a trampler just by itself in commander yeah. because there's other people. And the more you get hit, the less of a threat you are. And, and that makes mm-hmm. it more likely for them to redirect it at somebody else. Yeah. So maybe I'm just thinking about that. Let's, let's get, let's dive into more limited then. So this is going to, re- we're going to talk about the, stuff that's just straight limit like don't even show up with this stuff in commander <laughs> i think uh i think you're the second one on our list you can show up with in commander but it's a whole, I but it's a deck disagree theme. i completely disagree i have seen so many games with that and we'll go into it uh well let's start with it so and this is and let's start with it because this is one of the reasons uh the submission for this topic was submitted. A guy came to me and said, "I really like playing mill. Can I play mill and commander?" The answer is yes, but the answer is also you're never going to win. <laughs> well, see, I I think there's kind of a two edge thing going on. One mill Laying on the table, it's not uh, it's not the most optimal commander strategy. And, and it's blatantly obvious from the start. Look, you have 40 life for everyone. You have 100 cards. So if your strategy is mill, you're looking at 400 as compared to 120. Right. Although That's a big difference. It is a big difference, but it's not like the effects are the scaled the same. It's not like... You know the like. They're mind... actually scaled worse. No, no, no. <laughs> That's no, no. one of the problems. Well, not necessarily. So, like mind grind, like those kinds of effects would normally be like fireball compared to mind grind. Like, mind right? Grind... But the only issue is you have one mind grind in the deck. I know, you but have it hits like ten, ten, tens in every deck. No, no, but what I'm trying to say is that mill effects tend to be like each opponent does something. So it's like having saying like 
each opponent takes, you know, 10 damage or something. Like, they, they tend to be They're starting to make them now. They're starting to make those now. They actually haven't for a long time. I, yeah, they're, they're, there's enough, I think. So, but again, like, I, I'm I'm saying it might be, it's not, like, the most optimal. But the the point I was trying to make was that a lot of times the actual way to win is like reanimation or like it feels like a combo finish where someone like psychic spirals you where like they have 80 cards in their deck and then they psychic spiral you and it just mills out your whole deck and it doesn't it doesn't feel the same way as like a limited mill deck would feel i think um or it operates like a reanimator style where they just keep reanimating like your best thing and then attack you with it and then it's like okay well you didn't win via me milling you won because you reanimated all my best creatures that i wouldn't call that a mill deck at all i, I wouldn't even put that in the realm of mill deck. that's not a mill deck that's a reanimation deck well i i think that is just like another part of of like the mill deck is trying to put cards in your grave a mill deck is trying to mill people out that's what a mill deck is now, now, importantly, why I put it works in limited. If you, I, I feel like people don't think of it that way ever. But I'm telling you, even a card like when uh, Eldraine came out, Murtfolk Secret Keeper was a great card. Milling someone's library for four because they ha- only have forty cards ends up being really good. Well, it it's very set specific. There are some deck. There are some sets. If you, it is, if it you're is. Trying to play middle, so you are all the limited mechanics. So are all of these that we're right, going right, to talk right. about. Well, I, <laughs> I think that's why like mill isn't like an evergreen mechanic. Like what we were talking about earlier. This is kind of like a strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's fair. It, but it is it is a mechanic that pops up a lot. It is now uh, a, a keyword, I think, or not. It's not a keyword. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, yes, they, they will say mill on cards, now, right? For sure. Yeah, so I think you can play you play mill if you just want to have some fun because it is hilarious when it does uh, kick off. Uh, okay, but here I'll give you two more. Here's the high level issues of mill and commander. There, are, there are two enormous ones, and they're almost so it's nearly impossible to avoid. One is that if that's your strategy, that's great. It's no one else's strategy, and therefore everything they do doesn't help you. And that's a big deal because a lot of games that you're going to win in commander is not you doing everything, right? You're not literally doing all 120 damage. Meanwhile, if you're the mill player, you are required to mill everyone's (laughs) freaking because you're the only one milling. So So, it just, it makes it, everything's against you in that respect. Yeah. Because a lot of times, you know, the, the classic example of man, I need to board wipe because this person's going to win next turn. Well, the other, you're, other two people that are like player A's uh, opponents also want to board wipe. So maybe one of them will do it. That's kind of the classic right. example. And then number two high level issue is that a lo- this is like a problem I've had with one of my decks. Every single time you play the deck, you're inevitably helping someone because there's so many graveyard decks in commander. When you mill someone, you literally just won a game because someone milled you. <laughs> just mm-hmm. last week yeah. i watched as someone said i mail you 12 and you're like okay well now i put 20 things in um, play yeah i think if you want to win via mill maybe instead of the reanimation like mill combined with reanimation strategy you need to have a good plan to stop that from happening because almost every commander you deck have has- to have grave hate you have to 
play yes. Brave Hate. Uh, Brave Hate should be your first priority. It's going to shut down more things than you think. And meanwhile, you'll also start milling. <laughs> right. And I think, um, so I, I, I thought one of the things you were going to bring up was, which is another kind of uh, political issue with mill, is that there are tons and tons of mechanics for mill that hit everybody. But not, mm. like you said, not every single one. And if you're, if you, if your goal is to literally mill somebody out, usually it's Brett. I'm gonna mill you, <laughs> like, yeah, and every- yeah, right. And he's gonna kill you because he's like, well, freak you. You're trying to kill me specifically. Yeah, but <laughs> usually it kind of has this strange effect where you're like essentially like one v oneing somebody because the other players probably won't try to stop you. Like the other two people, they're not going <laughs> to they don't care at that point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, he's not even after me. Yeah. They're not after you. So, but they're not going to hurt you for milling one of their opponents either. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things is like, Oh yeah, I could take this guy on. So now I'm yeah. going to mill him. But yeah. so no, it, it does have that too. Right. So it just, it just warps the game into a place that I honestly don't recommend mill at this time. I, I couldn't disagree with you more. I love it. <laughs> it's so much fun <laughs> because, you know, it's, I, and again, commander is this beautiful place where you're not always trying to always hundred percent maximize every single win percentage. I, I mean, okay, I, I, you can play mill. I'd say change your strategy though. I'd I, people are doing it wrong. Maybe is what, maybe it was what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Don't just mill people. You're going to lose. You're going to lose if all you're trying to do is mill people. You will lose lose. more often than, like, other strategies. Uh, So single set mechanics is the next thing that we mentioned. And these are just kind of mechanics that haven't typically been explored enough yet. Explore. (laughs) Is one of them. (laughs) Don't bury the lead, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) So these are things like in Kaladesh we saw energy. And I don't think they're gonna ever bring it back because it during just, the standard it environment busted. it was yeah it was just it got way too ridiculous it's the only cards people played uh during maybe we'll never see adventures again because we realized dang those are kind of busted are, too yeah. so it, th- luckily there's no like you wouldn't even say adventures is a mechanic it's just like they just printed two cards in one and yeah just, like, play it it's, it's good it's like a <laughs> way of doing flip cards like it was, yeah, it was basically like good. kind of a modal double face card it was <laughs> i mean it was a modal double face card <laughs> which i didn't i didn't list those two but those are also just good right? yeah, i mean they're just, they're just they're good and limited good and command like they're, they, they aren't a mechanic they're just good like right yeah you just put two cards yeah, yeah, it's, it's just gonna be good. It's just a card that has two spells on. Yeah, it's not a mechanic. It's just, it's just, there's just stuff it's you good. can do. Now. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like the unfortunate part about these single sec mechanics is they can be really good mechanics, but there's only like five good cards. <laughs> or like, yeah. So even in limited, it's like tough to make them work, right? Yeah. It's tough to make an energy deck even playing Kaladesh work. It was yeah. tough. There, it was possible, but it was tough. Yeah, oftentimes you'd be like, oh, there's a uh, card that dealt damage equal to number of energy you spent. And you would just have right. like a bunch of energy left over, but it'd be like, that was it. Like, it- Yeah, like you had no other effects. And yeah. then if you drew another card that was like, you deal damage equal to the amount of energy you have, and you had none, it was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. But basically, like the reason why they're bad in Commander is you need like 64 cards. Right, and to, you need you just need synergy, and usually 
the commander like needs to be one of them because that's the card that you have yes. in your hand guaranteed essentially so the commanders are limited the number of cards are limited and it usually ends up just being like just a you know like if you uh the energy mechanic it just comes to be like a good stuff artifact deck yeah 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 so and and then the last one i said explore which is actually a really good mechanic in commander but again you can't build a strategy off of it (laughs) yeah it's like explore and party to a lesser extent they're not it's not about that mechanic it's about like oh i have a good like i want to put cards in my graveyard so an explore card it can put the card in my graveyard or i have a flicker deck that has enter the battlefield abilities explores and enter the battlefield ability yeah, like a good one was uh, Surveil, which has been, you know, creeping up here. I think they're going to keep printing more Surveil cards, so look out so. for them. But we're not there. We're not at a critical mass of Surveil yet, so you right. can't make a Surveil deck. Exactly. But there's some cool cards. Like, there's an enchantment that's like, whenever you Surveil, you get this. And yeah. that's, like, really cool, but you, you just can't. It's just you can't not get there right enough. Now. But, like, Surveil <laughs> is good. It's good in Commander. Yeah. It is. That is a good effect in Commander. Um. The, the next mechanics are the combat focused, which these are straight busted in limited. They're so strong. Especially the ones you chose. So the two I chose are, were the most egregious offenders where it's like, just this is all the game becomes. It's just make the biggest thing and win the game. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> Ikoria, you had to mutate. You just cast a thing, then you mutate on it, then you mutate on it, then you mute. And, and it's again because uh, removal so limited. It, it basically mutate was like an enter the battlefield ability too. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mutate so like on this. Triggers go on the stack. Oh, I look at the top card of my library. I can play it if it's a land. Also, <laughs> I ramp and I do two damage. <laughs> Three and, uh, yeah. Um, and bestow is like. The even better version oh, of Mutate. That one was so annoying. So this was back in Theros, and I can remember still my Theros limited games, and I hated them. I absolutely hated them because every game was the same. That's true. Also, Theros. I cast my one drop. I bestow on it. I bestow on it. Yeah. I bestow on it. <laughs> Partly because of his bestow, uh, Theros is like widely considered one of the worst sets <laughs> the original theros this is the original theros. the original theros yeah but like the worst part about bestow is so bestow is basically your creatures become auras and they just like attach them onto the other creature now normally with auras if you it's super risky and limited because if they kill the creature then the aura is destroyed <laughs> and the creature is destroyed right but with bestow <laughs> nope you just get all the creatures get all the creatures <laughs> And, and like, importantly, they never made like a ridiculous bestow card. Right? I mean, they, there's like the five color Cremanticore one, but there's no like it almost did all matter. the bestow cards were like yeah, they were like six mana plus two plus two and flying, and that was good enough. That yeah. was just like ridiculous because once the creature died, you're like oh man, this is the five five flyer. I need to kill this thing. <laughs> oh, the aura creature fell off, and now it's a two two flyer. I'm like oh, flyer. You're, you're like what? Like what is no, this? No, I still lose to that. Yeah, yeah. It, so annoying. But in Commander, no one plays any Bestow cards. I've never seen them played. Yeah, me neither. Like, I saw me, Night Howler for a while. I Yeah, it's the Bestow cards are like not because of the Bestow. It's for en- enchantments entering the battlefield, counting the number yeah. of enchantments. Because they have enchantment creatures bestow. by themselves. But uh, yeah, you don't see any Bestow creatures ever because mm-hmm. it's a pretty bad mechanic it's just not good it's just not impactful enough 
Uh, I put, this isn't technically a mechanic. They have no words for this. This is just a strategy, I guess. Yeah. Do we even mention it? I don't know. <laughs> I will. I think, I think it's kind of worth it because of the dichotomy. Like in, <laughs> yeah, in just to show you how important combat is. In limited, <laughs> being able to tap like there's creatures. It's like oh, pay one white, tap this creature, tap it a yes. creature, and they oh, they make one in almost every set. Everyone there's always tap. that like two mana one one yeah. right that like has an ability that says one and tap tap a creature. They'll usually have like a weird like oh, it only taps zombies or vampires if it's a zombie vampire, set. right? Or or power three or greater you know something like there that may have some they're so good yeah they are it's one of those it's like oh i don't even destroy the creatures like yeah who cares it's not attacking you that's what you that's what you care about i've won so many games with those tappers yeah and, and the reason why it's so good and limited is it it always targets their best threat yeah and it's only attacks one threat which is why it's just <laughs> garbage in commander and, and not only that, it's always on creatures themselves. Yeah. And, and your creatures are just very weak and fragile to begin with. And they're just never going to last a game. There's always a board wipe going on. Mm-hmm. And, and for you to get, like, it's such a bad creature to begin with. It feels so bad when you lose that creature. Yeah, it's, nothing. Like, oh, okay. it's, like, it's just not good. Mostly because you're like, oh, I spent man on this thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that, and that's why we talk about in Commander, like, you, you need benefit from your creatures. Yeah. And you're just not getting it right away from this. And then another one, and this one really is just a limited, it works in Commander, but it really is so good for limited. And this is Kicker. And we've seen it come back now again, because it was a Zendikar thing. So they brought it back. And I think probably next time you visit Zendikar or whatever, they're going to bring it back again. Yeah, Kicker is super powerful because it basically, like we said about the uh, modal cards, it's almost, sometimes it's almost like having two spells. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and, and and what's interesting with kicker is sometimes they call it something different Ki- i heard one one guy say this and i don't know who it was but he was like every every Everything single ki- yeah every mechanics kicker which is kind of true right it's yeah. like for every mechanic it's like oh do this little extra thing for the mechanic and you'll get this effect right exactly yeah which is what kicker literally says is like hey do this extra mana or do this extra effect, and you'll end. But then it'll do this and thing. It's like whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty good and limited just because flexibility. Um, one we kind of skipped over this one, but I just want to say like some mechanics, they're like kind of we said with bestow, they're good or they're feasible in commander, not because of the actual mechanic, but because like a random side thing like lesson. It's not really. It's not a good. It's a, like unusable for the le- or the learn. So I put the one on here. We went into mill, which is why we skipped over it. But this is just the most recent right. development of like, hey, this is what we designed, and clearly it's a limited mechanic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's a clearly limited mechanic. But like, it is very. You just like take a look at some of these ones that you just write off as commander. Because if you want to make like a five color uh, like madness deck, it does say you discard a card and draw a card. So like madness is another good one that's better for commander. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> way better for commander. But like I limited, it's tough to discard. Just because something is like designed for limited, like bestow or something that says discard cards, draw a card, you might be like, oh well, now I can add some things that like a Rakdos madness deck wouldn't be able to do, like a green spell that I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if one exists that like oh discard a card to. I don't know, destroy an enchantment. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, there's the very famous basking root walla. You basking can madness it out for zero. For zero. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's also it won a Pro Tour, okay? Nimble Mongoose. Uh, <laughs> Nimble discard a card. Mongoose. Wonderful card. 
Um, all right, yeah, let's go to let's go to the new constrictor, the real mechanics. New all right, now we'll get into the commander all stars. So this is stuff that like in limited it was probably pretty good, but in commander this stuff is just busted. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets like ridiculous in commander. These are things like we just and I I put the most recent one first, like I did with the last thing, but we didn't end up we skipped over it. But this is Magecraft, so this is what we just saw in Strixhaven, and this. Just every time you cast a spell, which is in every deck, it mostly goes after the things that you're going to find in every single deck, right? right. It's kind of the point of all the commander mechanics is like, it doesn't even matter. It's just these this stuff's in every deck, so it's going to trigger, and the triggers might be meaningless, but they're going to be good but, because they're triggers. <laughs> but yeah, basically it's like, but they're free. <laughs> like, But they're free, yeah. Every free thing you do in commander is like exponential it just, it just helps you you'll notice that for pretty much all of these them triggering for free is the through line of what yeah. makes a good a commander I, I i like how you listen here prowess because prowess is a little more interesting this one's better for limited because it's combat focused specifically prowess is always just making your creature bigger always it never does anything different. this one is also a little more vague because it just says non-creature spell but like there's so many cards yeah, but, and but all it ever does is make your creature bigger, right? Yeah. So like in that case it's it's a much better limited mechanic. Yeah, exactly. Uh there, there, is there, there a prowess that does anything else? I don't know. No, no. Prowess, prowess is the is the mechanic that says you get plus one plus one. Okay. Or in, in Veyran's case you get plus two plus two. But. Yeah, you're right. The <laughs> uh he's prowess magecraft there were combined. Other things that I think it said like prowess and then it said like, oh, also you gain lifelink whenever you cast it. A non-creature spell, but it didn't say prowess. Because, yeah, you're right. I think prowess. Was yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. There, but, there's uh, there's things like uh, Sahili, right? Which which says when you cast a non-creature spell, you get a one-one, which right. is like a prowess trigger. Yeah, but yeah. It, that's not prowess. Exactly. <laughs> but, that was a good trigger, but just not. It's not. Prowess. That kind of goes into why like Magecraft is this mechanic is so good is because things don't have right. to say Magecraft. To be also Magecraft. Like, there's, there's so many things. That like, oh, when you cast an instant or sorcery, do this. And that literally is the short. Which the is really for- interesting, right? Yeah. So what we're trying to say is, like, keep a look at. We just mentioned before how, like, oh, there was a card I remember that said Death Touch, but it never said Death Touch. There's cards out there in his, history of magic that don't have these mechanics right. on them, but they do this effect. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you you might go on Scryfall and just search Magecraft. You'd be like, oh, there's only a couple couple yeah right there's not as many but but no search like whenever you cast a spell whenever yeah spells copied make sure you search kind of what the mechanic does still because there's going to be a lot more cards that do things that you need Mm -hmm. uh the next one i I mentioned is just death triggers in general when things die because things in commander guess what they die they die (laughs) and uh what really gets this like engine going is when you can control when the creatures die. Yes, which you know is something I love to do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love having the power to be like, you know, someone casts a removal spell on my commander. I'm like, well, instead of that, I, I want to at least get something out of it. Right. Because it feels really bad. You're going to get targeted. Something I learned early on in like commander is like you're always going to be a threat at some time and someone's always going to be threatened by you and they're going to cast things and they're going to kill your stuff. Right. So I I liked having the mindset that I'm going into this game knowing that. I know I'm never going to keep all my stuff. I know that. So why don't I just get something out of it at least? Exactly. You're going to kill my thing. Therefore, instead of that, how about I sacrifice it and I'll get 
even if it's just like a gain of life. Right. <laughs> you know, and, high market sack. And like you said, like it might not even be because you are the most threatening, but it's because you have rest in peace and I'm playing graveyard deck. And I'm just like, I need to kill you. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry, I know this guy is scarier, but like I can't play the game until they One until your favorite dead. cards. That has, when you see the effect of rest in peace in commander guys, holy crap. You're never gonna not play that card again. <laughs> It is. It is it shuts so, down everything. It's so funny where people are just like, "Oh, and then ah, oh, fuck, wait, wait." Yeah. Oh, and then it, uh, it, and I will say another thing: it's busted in Renar. Oh yeah, because yeah, but yeah, the, the, none uh, of my stuff dies, and even your spirits replace themselves with spirits. Yeah, so Renar, so that works. The ability of Renar mentions when you exile something from the battlefield, and. <laughs> And what Rest in Peace does is it replaces, essentially changes the direction of where the things are going from the yeah. graveyard to the exile zone, which is a pretty rare effect. Right, um, it's kind of the only one that does that, really. I think, a, yeah, a lot of a lot of them are like either exile the graveyard once, in, like as a one-off, or they're like, oh, when a creature dies, then exile it. Yeah, it's like one of the only ones that does it, you know, just as an all-in effect. It's right there. Definitely the best. Always does it. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's only two mana one. And it also exiles the graveyards when it enters. So something like uh, Leyline of the Void has a mm-hmm. similar effect as uh, Rest in Peace, but it doesn't. It, all the graveyards that exist are still in the graveyard. Yep. The next one is like, man, it, this is like the key to Commander, right? Every creature I think I have in every deck. Hasn't entered the battlefield trigger. (laughs) They all have them. And in limited, it's not saying these are bad in limited, but they actually feel so less impactful in limited, right? They're generally like not the effects you're looking for. (laughs) Because usually in limited, I think you only get them once. Where a lot of times a commander, your deck is just an engine churning out. Like I'm going to (laughs) replay this for my graveyard. I'm going to balance it or this, this, Enter the battlefield trigger bounces something back to my hand, so I can play it again. It bounces other thing back to my hand, um, right? And that goes with the the hand in hand with how sticky the creatures are, right? Almost like directly in limited, they're stickier. Tap abilities are stronger in limited because mm-hmm. they're expected to stick around. And the more times you get to tap that creature, it's like just better and better and better each turn. Right. Meanwhile, in commander, you almost can't expect that thing to stick around. Yeah, if it's super scary, it's own like. There's, it's like your opponent has 21 cards in their hand. It's just like... <laughs> it's almost like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the next one is, is, is goes hand-in-hand hand with Magecraft, which is Landfall. Yeah. Every deck plays lands. Yeah. Every deck plays 30-something lands. And we'll kind so of... they all have this. Landfall and our next one, Constellation, they all are also just Enter the Battlefield triggers, but on different flavors. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. They're all Enter the Battlefield triggers. Be- it's yeah. so true. Because once... You cast it and it resolves. There's nothing anybody can do. Like, yep. ETB trigger, I kill your creature. Well, the trigger's on the stack, so it still resolves. Um, Relatively new mechanic coming out too now, which I think is even more busted, uh, is the when you enter combat things trigger. Yeah, uh, I think those trigger those, that mechanic is is really strong. That yeah, that's too because it doesn't even require you to attack or anything. And you know, I was thinking about it. Th- there's almost no time that you can respond to that. If you hold priority, move right into combat, you don't have time to respond. You to do. So priority automatically passes at the when phases change. So I say like, I want to move to combat. That's like me passing priority to you, Brett. And you can say, okay, in your main phase, I can do one more thing. 
Okay, okay, I got it. Good. Yeah, because I was thinking about that. I was like, man, uh, yeah. man, some of those commanders that say, like, combat, do they even get to respond? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, like... Can I just move to combat? Otherwise, like, Kai would just be like, okay, upkeep, I'll just skip my draw step. I just want to go, go to combat <laughs> as soon as I can. Well, but that... Well, she, she doesn't work, right? Because uh, she's an attack trigger. She's an I'm attack not thinking trigger, of the, but yeah. I'm thinking of the ones that say when you enter combat, they trigger. Right, yeah. I'm thinking there's never a priority pass, but okay, there, there is. is. That, that's good to know. For all you guys out there, because it's a new mechanic. Again, these things are just popping up now on Legendary Creatures. That really wasn't a It's crazy now. Fuck it. It's crazy, guys. Crazy. We have to worry about combat steps now without attacking. Uh, and then the last one I mentioned is Flashback. Flashback's big. It is good in Limited, too. I will say that. Oh, it, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it is, this one's actually super good in Limited, too. Because you literally just cast, you got two spells. You got, yeah, one. it's automatically a two for one. <laughs> and like but, that I think that's kind of the biggest thing Dif- that's the difference I mean obviously commander there's three opponents or whatever or two opponents and limited there's one but all the the ancillary effects generated from that means that like a one for one almost isn't good enough in commander unless it's like that thing's going to kill me unless I kill it <laughs> um where in limited Spending your removal spell on their creature, just like, that's amazing. Or like, oh, I'm going to cast this spell, it deals two damage, and I draw a card. You're just like, that's like a, one of the best spells unlimited. <laughs> but you would, amazing. Yeah. And because you, you don't get to build like the most powerful deck stuff, that, that helps with the two damage part. But like, eking these one for one threshold advantages. So it's like, if it's a one for one, put it in your deck. If it's not, don't put it in your deck. <laughs> <laughs> the keys to winning magic by yeah, play good cards <laughs> and then do well. It comes on. You're play welcome. good cards. <laughs> That'll be fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I mean, after all these discussions, we'll have to. We'll definitely because we did our um, how to build a commander deck. We should have an episode on how to build a limited deck. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a much different. To- and, and and I I really do want people to get into limited. So it was probably important that we didn't go over it yet because no one could play limited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there it wouldn't make uh... sense to make an episode. But now that people are coming back to stores, and if people have started playing more Magic, mm-hmm. but have only had exposure to Commander, maybe right. Uh, I I think we should teach people how to play limited. Yeah, uh, but if uh, I mean. I use more arena more than you do, I think. And there is some limited. I played it, but uh, yeah, I'm not just generally interested in it overall. Mm-hmm. Magic to me is not very great for mobile. <laughs> it's a very complicated game. I mean, you hear about because of the hand size specifically. <laughs> See, this is why it's... you play it on your 27 inch monitor. <laughs> there you go. Right? Yeah, it almost requires something like that. I agree with you. Yeah, there, if you're gonna play. Yeah, there is a need, mobile version of Arena now, and I just don't understand how. <laughs> no, like, how could you ever like parse through your hand properly and cast the right? Just because and like the someone's the auto land, land tapping thing is just gonna lead to so many mistakes that I would just be so frustrated. Yeah, with. you you learn very quickly what the auto tapper likes. And oh, like. See, yeah, I'm already over it. I'm already like, no, I'm to, never playing magic on that thing. You have to you have to pray to the gods of magic. I, I, if I'm gonna play a mobile game, it blasts me of this all, but yeah, I'll play like Hearthstone, which is actually a, a wonderful mobile. I mean, it was designed for mobile and it works very well on right. mobile. 
I'm not going to play Magic. I love Magical a lot more than Hearthstone. <laughs> Magic's my game, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not playing on mobile. <laughs> yeah, the most frustrating thing is when you have like a land that it taps for colorless and then it has a sweet ability. And then Auto Tapper's like, oh, I see you have a land that taps for colorless, man. I'll just tap that first. It's fine. <laughs> like, we'll, well, also, that. <laughs> we'll also have to have an episode on MTG online. So, so. Because it came into, like, at one point, I was really interested in it. I was like, I'm going to play MTG Online. And I hated it. Mostly because I didn't know you had to spend money to get cards on it. And I was like, and then what? I don't own the, like, you just own the cards online? I was like, what the hell is that about? <laughs> one kind of funny thing about Magic Online. We're kind of getting off track here. But, we're way but, off track. But we're basically done anyway. There's <laughs> uh, <laughs> two more that I want to I debate with you. Okay. We'll get back to Um. Magic Online has this interesting feature where if you acquire a complete set, so one of every card, every mythic, rare, uncommon, common of a set, you can tell, you can like show that account to wizards, be like, see, I did it. And they will mail you with a physical copy of that. Ooh, that sounds like a cheaper way to get your hands on a whole set. Mm-hmm. Now, there is like a bunch of restrictions, like there's time based restrictions. So, so you can't just like save up for this, like suit, like Innistrad, who was, which was like, you know, 10, 15 years ago or whatever, and then save up money and buy all those to get the physical copies. You can't do that. It's got to be like a new set, you mean? Yeah, it's got to be like a recent set. It's not as exciting as you think because of the time-based limitations, but it is still, it's like, oh, well, if I play a lot of Magic Online, then maybe I need to spend like yeah, 30 right. bucks. It still to... sounds like something that I'm not going to be doing. <laughs> I think the, the, the biggest limitation is if you are used to playing in paper, you will make mistakes that would have never occurred uh, in 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 real life like accidentally clicking no instead of yes if you wanted to use this trigger like right you never will misclick you'll never tap your lands wrong because in in real magic you can be like i tap these it's like oh no way i meant to tap my forest not my island yeah 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 and then that's like within the rules which legally right exactly legally in paper you you can tap and untap lands uh at, at will mm-hmm. you can just do that once you that, cast the spell the you can't you can't take yeah, it back, yeah, but you've used up the mana. But yeah, I you mean, can, uh, you, tap and untap lands. You can do that in online too. Like you can tap and then hit undo and untap the lands. Yes, you can. But it just—it's harder to do. Yeah, it's a lot more annoying. And in an <laughs> arena with the auto tapper, you just flick over the card, just like, oh, why did you tap <laughs> my rare it. land, which has a scry effect, which I definitely wanted to use. <laughs> and they're like, ha ha, yeah. we did it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and, and while we're spoiling episodes, because I think this is going to be a, its own episode as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I had a uh, optional topic we could talk about, but yeah. Yeah, which was the the limited versus commander efficacy. So, so these are just certain card types. We've talked about, again, when we went into our how to build a commander deck, which you guys should go back and listen to if, if you're still wanting to get into commander games. Uh, and we just go over how many cards of certain types you want in there, like removal spells, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... and yeah, a whole topic could be what is like how good are those removal spells in limited versus how good they they're they're technically the same thing as mechanics, but they're really card types. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's like a mechanics. whole classification. Of- yeah, and and it's important to talk about how good those are in commander versus because they are different. <laughs> they are a lot different. Uh, all right, so two more mechanics though I want to get into, which I listed as like I don't know where they fall yet. So the most recent one was the call time one in Fortell. Now I have a foretell deck. It has been foretold, and and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I hate that it's pigeonholed into the two colors that I'm in. I kind of wish foretold was uh, 
I want it to be in all colors, and it is kind of in all colors. I want it to be better in all colors because I want to see it more because it's a really cool mechanic. Yeah, it kind of fell. Into I think the, it's strong. A little bit of the pit, uh, the pitfall, like we talked about, talked about with single set mechanics, but yeah. the commander has enough versatility where it can work with a bunch of other cards. Yeah, because, yeah. And it's it's weird, because you have to play all the bad ones still. <laughs> so I just I need more cards for yeah. it, right? <laughs> and, and sometimes, like, you just need the engine to keep going. And the engine <laughs> might be bad cards, and you just want to, like, if there's a cards that is just, like, if there was an artifact that said, like, pay two mana, a trigger that is on your commander triggers, <laughs> you would just use that all the time. And sometimes that's all your, like, my cycling deck. I will never ever cast some of these cards, but they have cycling one, so I'm going to play <laughs> so them. So there, there they are, the cycling away. It could literally just say cycle one, and I'd be like, ah, good. Ikoria helped you out a lot with that, right? Because they have a ton of cycling for one oh, cards. Yeah. That whole set printed with that stuff. It was pretty sweet. There's actually some good cards in Ikoria, guys, that have cycling one that are just good to play in a lot of decks that you might not realize. Like Something like uh, Shredding Sails. Has cycling for one and deals like four damage to a creature or destroys an artifact. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just always useful. And you're just like, oh, I'll, I'll get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, that's just always useful in something like Commander. Uh, and then the other mechanic is, is a pretty evergreen word is scrying. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where it falls because it feels so weak to me every time I scry. Now, I think scrying is probably one of the highest level skills there is like you have to be the a super mastermind magic player the most high level player would be good at scrying meanwhile me i'm probably not scrying correctly 50 percent of the time yeah it the the classic example is like you have three lands you scry one and you're like oh there's this such a good five mana card on top <laughs> and you're like this is like the whole point of my deck right here with five mana right. do you draw that but i really need a land <laughs> so you're just like oh man and well, you scry that away you got yeah, it right? you gotta scry especially if you in your case if you didn't have a land in hand right right i yeah. feel like scrying's best used for those land drops right yep and and it's kind of like generally understood that like scry two is almost the same value as drawing a card um but does it is it though i feel like it's not I think I'd rather draw a card. Much rather draw a card. Yeah, I, I, I think... Just give me the card. So it is one of those interesting things that, like, if you don't... it, it Scrying is worth more when you have a plan that you need to fulfill. Like, Or there's, like, something you need to answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It might be helpful. Because, like, Scry 2, if those two cards... If you need to kill this thing and you need to draw your beast within... Scry 2 is better than draw a card because you will know if, like, you there's two, these two cards on top weren't Beast Within, I'm going to put in the bottom, and then you dug essentially three cards deep. Um, but you don't it. know it. But, man, if if it's, you need to kill this thing now, it, it could be Scry a million, and it's not going to help you. And it won't do it, right? It won't do it for you. Yeah, I just, I've always been very depressed with scry especially a lot of the scry effects are scry one right and scry one feels bad yeah scry (laughs) scry is one of those effects that has a number at the end so like scry one is you look at top cards scry two is the top two cards this uh, scrying is i don't think is like linear so like scry two is not exactly twice as good as scry one so like i think cards that say like oh scry five on them 
that's really good. <laughs> like, because you, you can like scribe five. You like, those are good, right? Yeah. Four cart four lands. I don't need any lands. And then you did yeah, all four shuffle. of them on the bottom. And then the other card was like, I don't need this. It's like five cards you would have drawn. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's just like, I don't like the, the temples that entered the battlefield tapped and you scry one. I'm like, yeah, I just wish this was a basic land. Like, I don't, I don't care about <laughs> I just want to enter and tapped is better than scry. Yeah. Right. Like now this was important to talk about too. Cause in limited, it used to be this way. At least they took away this rule, but there used to be a mulligan rule where you would scry the top card. So it was an evergreen mechanic in that way. Kind of, yeah. Nothing had to say scry, but you you always ended up with games in limited where you would scry because you yep. would scry the top card. Yeah. And it just never felt great. And they changed the rule now, right? With the London and it's just ridiculous. Now. Yeah, now it's really good. Because it used to be, <laughs> even before the scry rule, where you didn't scry at all. Where if you didn't right. like your seven, you just drew six and then drew five. <laughs> when now with or then uh then the rule became you drew six and scry one. Scry one. And then you didn't like and that. you draw five, scry two. Well, first, you scryed after you decided to keep. And you, no, it was just, I think it was just scry one. So, like, you drew it's six. always just scry one. Yeah, okay. you drew six, and you go, like, ah, oh, I still don't like this. Pitched them. And then you drew five. You're like, I'll keep this. I'll scry one. And then yeah. put it on the bottom. Um, it was very confusing <laughs> mechanic when it yeah, came out. Yeah, actually, you're right. Because I actually thought it was you scry before... You pick to Before keep, you, but you, you have to. You, you have to you have keep to choose, first and yeah. then scry. Yeah, that that sounds right. Actually, I do remember doing it that way. But, but man, yeah, but that scry never felt great, right? It was like okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> most exactly. Of the, most of the time, you just were just looking at your next card that you were gonna draw anyway. Yeah, because like kind of what we said in the beginning of the game, like if you have in your limited hand, you mulligan to six. You have three lands in hand, three spells. You drew, you scryed, and there's a four, your fourth land. Getting to four lands is pretty important and limited. But, like, yeah. what if there are three other lands on top of your deck? Then you're like, well, uh, if I scry, yeah, but you can't, yeah, if it's a land, you can't put it to the bottom. You just can't because you, you, you do not want to be exactly it, because you're just like, uh, I, like there so, could be no lands, but there could be three lands. And then this scry, like, could cost me an entire turn. Right, I would like to know the percentage of like how many people with that rule in place actually put that card on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, after deciding to keep because you're really, it's like it's got to be so low. Unless it's like unless it's like a seven mana card, you just literally be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, it feels so weak in in, in limited for sure, mm-hmm. and uh, and and commander. It's just like one of those things like you don't, don't look to scry. Just, yeah, if it's an effect that's there fine yeah but yeah it, it, yeah because kind of like what you're saying it doesn't like move the scry one doesn't move the needle for me for, for anything no even scry two is like scry two is a lot better than sky run yeah it, it, it is like infinitely better to scry two than scry one yeah but still like i wouldn't uh, four mana five five i wouldn't put it in my deck just vanilla but if a one mana or four mana five five scry one i'd be like this these two creatures are the same <laughs> yeah, yeah i agree i just I, yeah i don't care about scry one mm-hmm. so that was that was one of the ones that i was like i don't even know where it falls i don't know where it falls in limited or commander i feel like it's kind of bad in i think <laughs> i think in yeah limited you're so man getting flooded in limited you're just gonna lose so i think it's it's better we limited, had to, maybe, choose, to scry I, away them lands yeah because a lot of times it's just tacked on there yeah. So you're yeah. like where like the example I said before that would definitely move the needle for me in limited, but 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 I mean usually because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's all we had for you for mechanics. I hope you gathered some inkling of... of I, I think high level of this, what we want to maybe call out is like, limited? Combat's good. Commander? Combat's not great. <laughs> Combat is like used to win the game in Command. <laughs> yeah. It's used to win the games, but... Yeah, but well, you're... Yeah. Well, I'm saying like limited it's all there's this like oh if i attack then they block and then they play another creature you have to do all this complex math behind how many creatures are they going to have in two turns could i should i wait for my rule spell when do i play my combat trick but in commander's just like like are you attacking me with that four four does it do anything if it hits me all right i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) i don't care yeah and it's life is a resource there so it just doesn't matter exactly uh what we got going on next week and we get back to D &D. Uh All right, so this is kind of gonna kind of be like a DM tips themed episode. Yeah, but, we got like a couple of different series going on, right? We have like the character creation series. This would uh-huh. be like our DM series. Yeah, and then maybe we'll have like a player series. I don't know, but yeah, we'll if we wanted to sort them that way. But so this is like power leveling your fights. Yeah, so this really only has to do with right, from the DM side. Players are not going. Who cares? Players are fighting the fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go fight the fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is yeah from the DM side. You're like, oh, I have a party of five level three players with this team comp. What's a good fight? Yeah, yeah, and this is this is a hard topic to tackle. I, I we're gonna have to really sort through, sparse through this, and 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 maybe present a whole bunch of different. Uh, we're gonna have to go through the levels, explain how many in the party, and everything. Uh, and you you all mentioned, that I think Wizards has like a a general thing, and yeah, they have a thing. So we'll we'll go general. over all of that, we'll and from that. my experience from DMing, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll talk about mine. It's limited, but yeah. but it's important. It's because, important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is probably the thing that gives new DMs like the most anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When you haven't conducted a combat before, you have no idea what's going to happen <laughs> before you have a battle. You're just like, I don't know what's going to. And even if you've been a player before, it's it's like I, from the DM side, I don't know what I don't know how what this is like from the DMs. I don't know how this is going to work. Right. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I don't want to kill everybody, <laughs> but I don't want them to be like, if it's too. Yeah, we'll get it. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a good topic to cover. And then what about next time we get to magic? Yeah, so um, we kind of talked about the. Did we mention this before? We might have mentioned this before, but Modern Horizons Two. We were talking about this before the podcast. Before started. the podcast, <laughs> yeah, is kind of coming out. So we're in the midst of spoiler seasons. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Who knows if like all the guards are going to come out? But we'll oh, I think by then they they Probably, will be. Yeah, yeah. I, I think within the next week. So by the time we do our D and D podcast, it'll, they'll be finishing up. Uh, we we like to do the uh, season review. Well, the the reviews of sets after yeah. everything's been released, which makes our lives hell because then we have too many cards to talk right. about. But, <laughs> so maybe because we'll do it like split them up. Well, we hate talking about new cards. <laughs> but I, I think, so Modern Horizons is a set that's not being printed into standard. It's kind of a high, higher price set. So it might not yeah. be relevant to all of you out there. But so we might not talk about like every interesting card, but we'll talk about something. But importantly, you can draft it as a limited set, and all the cards are legal in Commander, which are basically the two things we're yeah. after. So did, did this you, is an important set. Did you play any limited for the first Modern Horizons? I did not, but I heard it was incredible. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was one of the best limited sets there was. Yeah, I'll. You know, I I so I went to. Uh, 
Oh gosh, I've been here for a while. Uh, I was going to say, I went to a GP in Houston. I didn't compete, but I think, yeah, it was Modern Horizons 1 came out. And I played a bunch yeah, of limited. That was like a year and a half or two years ago, maybe? Two years ago. Yeah, that's, that's... probably 2019. Just, mm-hmm. You know, when things weren't to shit yet. And I just have this this crazy limited story that was like, <laughs> it was like a one in a million chance of, of me squeaking this out. But yeah, it was kind of funny. But I'll, I'll talk about that next Magic episode. I have what a one in a million limited story as well that I'll talk about too. Then you just remind me of that because I I have one. It was played on limit uh, on arena for me. Oh, okay. When I was when I was first playing arena and I could not believe my eyes and I was so mad and we'll talk about it. Is we'll this later. is this what clickbait is? It's, yeah. <laughs> wait, it's, it's, you won't it believe what happened next. But y'all, uh, so tune in to the Modern Horizons two. I guess is when yeah. we're gonna we're gonna spoil that. Yeah. that that'll be instead of, in lieu of uh, deck brewing. We'll talk about that. Uh, what about if they want to reach out to us? Where do they find us? Yeah, so if you have any requests of things that you'd like to hear us talk about, you can either contact us uh, through Gmail with uh, DragonPartyPodcast at gmail.com or our Twitter, which is at DragonPartyPod. And we're great about ta- w- with talking about stuff. We we're great started at this podcast because we were talking about stuff a lot. And, and what we're doing is talking about stuff on it. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well let's go talk about stuff back at the party yeah let's go, let's go get back to the party people <laughs> yeah we got more partying going on to all you listeners out there party on party on